at you all hunched over like that. Your hair is practically trailing in your food. Bob, you promised me you'd get a haircut. I like his hair long. He has lovely hair. What about mine? You have lovely hair too. We all have lovely hair. There's nothing to be afraid of. That's the latest message I got from the universe during my latest peek beyond the veil. Thought you guys might could use that. opening clip was from a rapidly moving up to my fave top position, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, stars Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman. The breakdown of the show is current events, current events, the conspiracy section, Huge surprise in the conspiracy section. Huge. What we're watching and doing then wrapping up the show with announcements and shout-outs. All right, let's jump in. Current events, current events. teeny piece of bad news Joel Schumacher director of such films as St. Elmo's Fire The Lost Boys Falling Down and Flatliners has passed over to the great wild yonder a very beautiful fun place that we will all end up together and it will be great a representative for Schumacher said the filmmaker died Monday in New York after a year-long battle with cancer Here's a clip of Joel Schumacher discussing meeting Kiefer Sutherland and casting him in The Lost Boys. Should I tell them? I think I'll tell them how we met. Okay, I was watching a fine film that Jamie Foley did in the mid-80s with uh, Sean Penn and Chris Walken called A Close Range. Kiefer had a part in that movie, 
but uh, the part was cut out, which happens. It happens with the best of scenes and the best of actors. It's just it's, the movie's too long. It doesn't. I don't even know the part you were supposed to play. But there's one shot outside a courthouse at the end where they cut to you know some people in the crowd. And it's relatively close on about four people and Kiefer. And I remember I sat up in my chair in the movie theater and said, who's that kid? And then Marianne Doherty, who was casting it at Warner Brothers, Lost Boys, uh, she said, you know, she did her homework and she said, oh, that's Kiefer Sutherland. And I said, well, see if he wants to come in. Because I, I couldn't find anyone to play the part of the head of the vampires. And um, it was a very important part. <laughs> and Kiefer came in, and I think we probably had one of the shortest talks in the world. And you didn't even audition. I mean, it is like falling in love. It's like, you know it's out there. And you don't know what it is, and then you sort of know exactly what you were looking for. And it's beyond what you were looking for, because you didn't know you were looking for that. All right. Moving on in the current events section. Some of you will know what this is, and some of you will be introduced to something wonderful. True love will find you in the end. You'll find out just who was your friend Don't be sad, I know you will But don't give up until True love will find you in the end So this is the first thing of Daniel Johnson's that has been officially released since his passing on September 11th, 2019. Two classic Johnston albums will be brought together to make the new release. The end is never really together. True love is searching too But how can it recognize you unless you step out into the light, the light Okay, I need this. The end is never really together. A new box set from the late Daniel Johnston has been announced as part of the releases for Record Store Day 2020. Okay. Record Store Day this year is Saturday, August 29th. Head down to your record store, keep them in business, buy books, records, whatever you need to do. For those of you LA people, for a few years I worked at Aaron's Records. Do you remember that? And also at the same time I worked at Counterpoint Records. You LA people probably know about those places. The new box set entitled The End is Never Really Together will bring together vinyl copies of Johnston's 1990 and Artistic Vice, making the first time they have seen pressed on vinyl, as well as the first time they've been issued back into circulation in 10 years. Yeah, millennials will love Daniel Johnston, I think. His positive message of hope, they'll, they'll love him. Only 500 copies of the special edition box set will be available worldwide. Oh no. See, I don't live in LA anymore. I live in the mountains. They're like, Daniel who? They're like, that's my cousin. I'm like, no, not that Daniel. I bet y'all get one though, in this lifetime. That'll be a goal. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend the documentary called The Devil and Daniel Johnston 
I'd say that dig about the Brian Jonestown Massacre and The Devil and Daniel Johnston are definitely my two favorite music docs. Monterey Pop's pretty great, though, too. Here's a little clip from the documentary, The Devil and Daniel Johnston. This shit will change your life. My name is Daniel Johnston. This is the name of my tape, and it's Hi, How Are You? And I, I was having a nervous breakdown when I recorded it. Try to remember, but my feelings can't He was a skinny little kid, fairly demented, and he said, I just wanted to give you my tape. And I put it on the tape player, and it just blew my mind. There's really nothing to even compare it to. It, it goes way beyond Dylan's basement recordings, any other body of work that I can think of. It was undeniable that something was dreadfully wrong with him. It was completely delusional. He was hospitalized almost immediately. He was obsessed with the devil and Satan. He became so obsessed that it was all he could talk about. This is Daniel Johnston speaking from a mental hospital. They tell me I'm crazy here. Ooh, out come the demons. Ooh. Listen up and I'll tell a story. About an artist growing old Some would try for fame and glory Others aren't so bold Okay, this, ooh, let's just shake all that off. This is what we need right here. This story really perked me up. I think it's really going to perk you guys up too. The Soprano star James Gandolfini once threatened to, quote, beat the fuck out of Harvey Weinstein. <sighs> Can I just read that one more time? I really need this. The Sopranos star, okay, saw every episode of The Sopranos when I was on tour. It's true, season one is a little slow, stick with it, and then boom, you'll love it. The Sopranos star, James Gandolfini, once threatened to, quote, beat the fuck out of Harvey Weinstein. From Enemy.com, Steve Sherpa and Michael Imperioli, okay, he played Chrissy, from the iconic HBO show, appeared on the Joe Rogan Experience this week. Joe Rogan, never listened to that. Elon Musk smoked a joint on there, I know. They discussed their time on the show with Gandolfini, who died in 2013 at age 51, yep, in his hotel room after a day of sightseeing. The incident in question, the pair explained, came out when Weinstein was bugging Gandolfini to appear on the Dave Letterman show to promote the 2012 film Killing Them Softly, which was distributed by Weinstein's company. Sherpa remembered. He said, Harvey Weinstein keeps calling. He wants me to do Letterman. And I said, no. And he got fucking nasty with Jim. And Jim said, I'll beat the fuck out of Harvey Weinstein if he fucking calls me again. I will beat the fuck out of him. For the money he paid me, I'm not fucking doing it. Swear to God. All right. I mean, it's not really what I wanted. I wanted him to beat the fuck out of him for, you know, raping all those women in Hollywood. But, you know, 
We'll see what happens in the future. Here's James Gandolfini talking a little bit about The Sopranos and its surprised success in his eyes. I think The Sopranos, the reason The Sopranos is successful is, and I've said this before, is so well written. I mean, the writers, I will, you know, I don't think I've ever said this to most of the writers <laughs> because I, I basically like to have a slightly adversarial, is that the word? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, relationship with them, but I think they're unbelievable. I mean, I, I sit there and read it and just go, Jesus Christ, that's so goddamn smart. And I, you know, I, I'm shocked by it all the time. And I'm very lucky to be in that position. Did you have any idea when the, <laughs> you I know remember the, the first day was, you know, the barbecue at all these fat Italians. I'm looking around going, this will, you know, I'll be out of here. <laughs> this is pilot. And then uh, I knew the writing was good. I knew it was very funny. Um, I didn't think it would, I thought it would find a small audience maybe, but. Everybody liked the show. I think. I'm sure not everybody. The people well, that don't like the show don't talk to you. <laughs> the people that like the show will come out. The people that don't are over there giving you the finger in the back of the plane. Okay, moving on with the conspiracy section. Okay, conspiracy section. Huge treat for you guys. Should I just tell you what it is now? Coming up in a few minutes on the show, this show, Ma is going to make an appearance. Yes. So I'm going to talk about one thing one more time and then we can move on past it, <laughs> right? Uh, just stick with me, y'all. Ma and I are going to do a Yummy video watch-through together. That's Justin Bieber's Yummy. Now, for those of you people new to the show, don't turn it off and be like, OMDD. So let me just catch you up very, very quickly if you're a new listener. This is the conspiracy section. We talk about conspiracy theories. Sometimes I run them by people to see what they think, and it's called Conspiracy Checkpoint. So that's basically what we're doing today, Conspiracy Checkpoint with Ma. Let me clear up something from last week. Um, I've never looked into Justin Bieber. I don't care. I'm proud of that. <laughs> that I've never even paid him any attention at all. Last week, I had ran into a conspiracy theory that his video, Yummy, contained codes, hints, things that he possibly put in the video to communicate that he may have been sexually abused while growing up in the industry. And there's dancing in the video. So symbolism and dancing are like my two fave things. So yummy video is just like this place. Anyways, I have theories on the Yummy video that no one else on the internet has said yet. So if you want to hear my analysis light on the video, listen to the last episode of Current Events in the Conspiracy section. This week, I'm just going in. I held back. I'm not holding back anymore. I'm going to show mom everything about the Yummy video that I believe, and you guys will be there. Um, but what I was saying about Justin Bieber... I mean, I didn't want to just assume he was, like, douchey and stuff just because he's, like, some hugely famous person. 
Is he a douche? Yeah, totally, probably. I don't know, though. Maybe he's not. I, I just don't want to, like, judge people and, like, I don't know. But I, I didn't know. I just looked into him and he does have a very, like, questionable past. And it's basically all the things that you would think. But I didn't want to think that. So I think on the last episode, I was like, oh, I like Justin Bieber. Like, I don't give a fuck about Justin Bieber. I hope that that didn't happen to him growing up in the industry. Which it seems like it did with this video, you guys. Just, you know, I don't like him, but I will tell you that I am going to follow his career 100% after this yummy thing. Interesting, too, his video. I've been going through, combing through his videos now, looking for stuff. And the only other video I found that has symbolism and messages, we could say, whether they're true or not, they're there. Could just be to get people talking about it. Could just be propaganda. It could just be blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But his video, Where Are You Now, definitely give that a watch. Actually, a few days ago, I downloaded that video, and I put it in my movie editing software, and I watched the whole video frame by frame. And I took screenshots, and I don't even want to, like, talk about what was in there. There is a video on YouTube, though, that somebody did take screenshots, and they made, like, a 16-minute video on Justin Bieber, like analyzing all this stuff. It's really interesting. If it's true, I have no idea. That's what's kind of cool about this. You can explore different ideas, but you don't have to settle anywhere. Do you know? Is he communicating these things? I don't know. Is it interesting? Is it worth a second look? I'd say yeah. So let me just think. Anything else before the me and my yummy video watch through? You guys are going to love it. I have screenshots prepared. I have it all. All I'm going to do is mom sit down and then here we go. I got it all planned out in the best way for her to understand and everything. I'm excited. All right, let's do it. The Conspiracy Checkpoint, Me and Ma, Yummy by Justin Bieber, video watch through. Analysis and interpretation. Are you ready, mommy? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, everybody, I'm going to explain it to you and Ma at the same time. Me, Ma, and Shuggy. Hey, Shuggy. You want to say hi? Okay, he did say hi, Mom. Uh, me, Ma, and Shuggy are going to watch Justin Bieber's video, Yummy. Mom, what have I told you in the past couple days about Justin Bieber's Yummy? That uh, he was uh, sexually abused as a uh, child, and now he's letting everybody know. Yeah, uh, I don't know that for sure, but yeah, that's exactly right, Mommy. Uh, it's just speculation and just conspiracy theories about his video, Yummy, that he's trying to communicate that he was sexually abused in the industry. Uh, so, Ma, here's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the video once, and I'm going to show you and explain to the people at home just quickly a few things while we're watching it. And then we're going to watch it one more time without any interruptions. And then I want to interview you and see what you think. And you don't have to, don't feel like, well, you know the deal. You don't. You know, you don't have to feel like you have to see what I see or what I think I see. You just, that's what's fun about it, right. is that you just tell me the truth on what you think. So are you ready, Mommy? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Justin Bieber's yummy. Okay. Now, this is Justin Bieber. See how he's walking through the back entrance, a kitchen of some place? See how he was just making an entry through the back way? Yeah. That means he's special, right? In some yeah. way, I would think. Yes. Now, notice his clothing. He's wearing all pink and his hair is dyed pink and he has on a necklace with Skittle candy on it. 
So what I'm thinking is that he's supposed to be like a child. And sorry, I'm not going to talk that much, but I just want to explain some stuff and then we'll watch it. Okay, so as little boy, possibly, Justin walks in, what do you see, Mommy? I see some kids in the background. Looks like they're playing like a band of some kind. Yeah. Yep, children. Let's see. All right, let's just watch. Okay, looks like some fancy people there, doesn't it? Maybe that means children entertaining the elite of some kind, right? A big fancy party. Or not. Okay. Feedback's happening. Something's happening. Notice the people sitting at his table. Just look at them. Yep, older people. Look at them. Is Okay, look. He flirts with this older guy. Look at the older guy. See that? He's glad handing, right? He's like, oh, I'm a star. Here we go. Oh, also one thing I forgot to say, the food that they're all enjoying, it's all gross. It's like jello with fish in it. It's all distorted food. Yeah. Just little thing there. And here comes something pretty important that I want to show you. So what they just showed right there, mommy. The jello. Yeah, they just showed a picture of this spiral cake. Yeah. Now, see how it's a blue spiral? Yeah. It came out not too long ago in the FBI files that blue spirals mean boy lover in pedophile code. So does that mean anything? Don't know. No idea at all. Not to me. Not to you. Okay, so mom's not buying yet. It's a mess. That's all I know. So you're just scared. It's not that you don't believe. You just... Do you think that means anything, that blue spiral? To me, it means absolutely nothing except a mess. Okay, so let's go. Here we go. Let's continue on with the video. Okay, so they're going to go around the table and show you who's all sitting at the table. Okay. Do you know who these people are sitting at the table? Do you know? Because I don't think I know. They're all actors, but I believe they represent certain people so i'm going to show you something and i'm not going to tell you at first who i think they represent i'm going to give you some clues and see if you know who they represent because they're people that you would totally know okay they're going to show a lady at the table wearing a dress now this is what her face looks like look on the computer mommy this is what her face looks like and now i'm going to show you who she's sitting with and you tell me if this person reminds you of anyone So there's one person. I'm going to show you another picture of this person and tell me if you think it looks like anyone from pop culture. Does that look like anybody from that would might be related to this person in pop culture at all? No. Okay, mom doesn't know. I believe that in the video, this woman in the flower dress is Oprah Winfrey, and I think this is supposed to be Stedman. You now see, that you tell me that, it's like, oh yeah, I see it. See yeah. the mustache and see everything. They're sitting together. It's right. a very now that I and I figured that out. Um, like nobody said that. I just was like sitting there going, oh my god, that looks like Stedman. And yeah. then I thought, oh my god, that looks like Oprah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that does look like Stedman to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go on with the video. And the reason why I'm bringing up the Stedman Oprah thing is because her name has come up so much yeah. in this child trafficking thing, her school in Africa, and all of this stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go on. That could be Stedman. 
This person right here, I'm going to show you a picture. This person in the video, it's a very androgynous person. And I'm not saying that in a bad way at all. I'm just saying they purposely picked an androgynous looking person purposely for the video. Yeah. And I believe, well, here, well, I believe that this person is supposed to be Ellen DeGeneres, mom. This person? This person, yeah, this person who you're about to see. Okay. And I think it's supposed to be Ellen DeGeneres because they wanted a person who was androgynous and she's dancing here in the scene, and but they couldn't give her Ellen's haircut because it would just be so obvious, yeah. I think. So let's just see. Okay, and one more person. So this is the last person, mom, and then we can just go on with the video. This is the last person who other people on the internet think this. I haven't heard anyone say the Oprah Stedman Ellen thing, but here's what other people are saying on the internet. I'm gonna show you a quick video of Justin Bieber getting sexually harassed by Jenny McCarthy. So watch this video, mommy. This is Justin Bieber getting literally sexually harassed, groped by Jenny McCarthy at the American Music Awards, 2012. Here we go. Music Award goes to feel violated right now wow so i mean what do you think of that that was obviously groping yeah yeah so this lady in the video many people believe that this lady that i'm about to show you is supposed to represent jenny mccarthy mom yeah. so i'm going to show you this picture she's like that she she does stuff like that well people could say that about harvey weinstein too oh, it's yeah. the same you're just thinking it because she's a female and it's a male you know it's the same thing groping she it, was just playing around. Well, who knows, Mom, but it's not but okay. It wasn't okay. What if somebody yeah. did that to me? Wouldn't you oh, want to shoot them? Oh, yeah. So why can they do Kill it to him? him? You know yeah. what I mean? All right, here we go. Here's a picture of Jenny McCarthy the night she groped him. Look, uh, look on the screen. See your hair and the glasses and the earrings. So let's just continue on with this. See that person that's supposed to be Jenny McCarthy and Ellen, I think. See, things are getting freaky. The lights dropped after the party, right? This is what happens after the party. Okay, so this very last scene, this show, this is the cherry on top for many people. So this, what you're about to see, this is the second to last scene, is Justin Bieber sitting at a table. There's crap everywhere like a party just happened. There's an old man on the left that's still eating. He's still partying, still something, right? There's a guy in the far right back that's cleaning up the mess. And that person in the far right, mom, looks like L.A. Reed, his old manager, who people believe sexually abused Justin Bieber while growing up in the industry. So here's the last scene, the last two scenes. Oh, and look on the far left, you're gonna see this red thing. That is the pantsuit that the female child violinist was wearing when Justin Bieber walked in. Yep, so her outfit is just tossed there. She's a child mom. Don't worry, we're gonna watch it all the way from beginning to end. See the pantsuit? See the person cleaning up the mess? Okay, look, yummy. See where it says yummy and he just looks 12 years old? Yes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Final analysis. What do you think, Mom? Um, I don't see um, 
I don't see anything that would make me think that he was abused. Okay. Well, this is entertainment. I say pure entertainment of him performing and it just been uh, far-fetched like the fish in the jello. Let me ask you, when you put that video to everything that we talk about, Hollywood sex trafficking, entertainment industry, sex trafficking, codes, symbolism, when you look through at that video through that lens, do you see anything? Yeah, I see lots of could be, or that's right. what that means, or it's left up to the imagination. And you know, that's where I landed too. Is it, is it not? Right, you, you can't interpret, uh, you can interpret those things any way you want to. Any closing thoughts on uh, Yummy or Justin Bieber's possible you know, he's got a hit on his hands. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mommy. Did you like the video? Do you think he's cute? Yeah, I enjoyed it. But then you think about all the things that we talked about earlier. Uh, it could ruin that video. So you'd just rather watch it as a fun pop video than... Yes, definitely. Uh, I would need more facts to uh, uh, sure things, not imagination fueled things to make me think something like that had happened. That's healthy. Yeah. I think he's a good entertainer and this is just one of his uh, videos. It's uh, sheer entertainment. Well, there you go. Could be, could be not. Uh, so do you think that he is communicating anything secretly through this music video? No. Okay. There you go. Okay, moving on, what we're watching and doing. The Killing of a Sacred Deer is a 2017 psychological thriller film by Yorgos Lathamos. I'm gonna change my name to that. It stars Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman. An A24 release, and y'all know we love A24 around here. Okay, yes, I watched a couple YouTube documentaries, the best documentaries in the whole world, not being sarcastic. These are free on YouTube. You can watch them right now. An Open Secret is an American documentary film by Amy J. Berg exposing child sexual abuse in the film industry in Los Angeles, California. So look that up on YouTube, An Open Secret. Okay, here's <laughs> this documentary. It will entertain you for two hours. <laughs> it's, I don't know how to describe it. It left me speechless. Wow. Okay, 
This is a f also a free documentary on YouTube. Astronauts Gone Wild. Here's a clip. It's great in so many ways. Just a quick little info on the clip. In 2002, Buzz Aldrin, he and Neil Armstrong were supposedly the first people to walk on the moon. Did we go to the moon? I don't know. Did we get past the belts? I don't know. Do I care? No, I don't give a shit anymore. So here's a little info on the clip. In 2002, Buzz Aldrin was confronted by Bart Sebrel, S-I-B-R-E-L, never heard of him, who insisted the moon landing was faked. After words were exchanged, Aldrin punched Sebrel in the face. <laughs> Here's interesting article that came out a year ago. This guy still believes that the moon landings were faked. Now 55, but 38 at the time, the Tennessee resident and filmmaker Bart Sebrel got punched by 72-year-old Aldrin after confronting the Apollo 11 astronaut outside hotel in Beverly Hills. Thrusting a Bible at Aldrin, who initially walked away but then struck him in the face after Sabrell called Aldrin a thief, a liar, and a coward. <laughs> He's just saying, like, he, he confronted Buzz because Buzz was about to give this huge speech and about what it was like to walk on the moon. So this guy, Bart, is calling him a liar and a thief by giving a speech on something that, you know, he believes never happened. All right, so let's hear that. This is a clip from amazing documentary, Astronauts Gone Wild. You guys, everything I'm recommending today, just jump on in. Here we go. Why don't you swear on the Bible that you walked on the moon? Why don't you swear on the Bible that you walked on the moon? Tell him to get out of here. This is a hotel. We'll call right, we, the police. Like Why don't you swear on the Bible that you walked on the moon? Yeah. You gotta keep shooting, man. Okay, well, you can put it on your shoulder, don't be shy. Come with me, Buzz. You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. Calling the kettle black, if I ever thought of it. Saying Will I you misrepresented get it myself. Away from me. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some things just really make life fun. Alright, did we go to the moon? I don't know. I don't give a shit. Okay, announcements and shout outs. Hello to all the new listeners. for a treat. Let's just all stick together and get through this crazy thing called life.